0: The holidays are a busy time for bookstores, and their holiday sales are actually kind of a microcosm of all the faves of the whole year. So what were Las Vegas favorite books of 2022? Today on CityCast Las Vegas, we talk with Drew Cohn, co-owner and buyer at The Writer's Block, an independent bookstore downtown. We chat about local trends and his recs, books about our city, and the unique challenges and delights of being an indie bookstore in Las Vegas. It's Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. I'm David Figler, and this is CityCast Las Vegas. of the Writer's Block in downtown Las Vegas. Welcome to CityCast Las Vegas. Thanks for having me, David. Well, I think it's not a secret that it's my favorite bookstore, but this must be a busy time for you. How how far in advance do you start prepping for the holidays at the bookstore?
1: I wish I could tell you that I like had a very deliberate game plan approaching the holidays, but it's always just a mad scrabble where I realize on um, November 15th that Black Friday is fast approaching, and I just have to order as much as I possibly can. So yeah, that's the short answer. My husband actually spends Thanksgiving in our store putting up the Christmas decorations. Oh, nice. Um, that is that is what we do on Thanksgiving at the
0: Writer's Block. Well, Controlled Chaos is, you know, a Vegas staple. So I'm glad that you all have embraced it. And you've been in the community quite a while now. So how do you predict what books people might be interested in buying for the holiday season?
1: the holiday season in publishing is both unsurprisingly very lucrative you sell a lot of books but it's also not transformative you're not selling anything new it's where everything you've been selling the entire year already gets amplified and you just need to stock up on that so we just look at what has been selling consistently and double down on it we get stacks of the things that we had two or three of previously And then you also look at the best of lists that pop up all over the place. Like the New York Times puts out its top 100 books and its top 10 books. And NPR has its own lists. And you look at those, uh, you look at the big prizes that come out of the National Book Award. This year, we had a Nobel Prize in Literature go out pretty close to the holidays to Annie or So those are the kinds of things we look at. And that's what we buy.
0: So what have been the best-selling books for our Las Vegas community at the Writer's Block this year?
1: They closely match the bestsellers nationally, I have to say. Like, I always wish that I could say that in Vegas, Vegas readers read a particular kind of book. But I, I think for better or for worse, and I think for better, Vegas readers are swept up in the national current of what of what everyone else is reading. So this year we sold a ton of copies of Jeanette McCurdy's memoir. I'm glad my mom died. I try to read at least a few of our bestsellers just to make sure I can stay current. I really liked that that book actually. Um we're selling a lot of the Cormac McCarthy. He has a two-volume novel that just came out that is moving very quickly, especially with our male readers. We're selling um, a lot of the new Barbara King solver novel, Demon Copperhead. And then one of the big surprise fiction hits this year was Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. It's a book set in the world, a novel set in the world of video game development. And that has been flying off the shelves and uh, is a favorite among many of our, our regulars.
0: It's got such a colorful book cover, and it definitely draws the attention.
1: Oh yeah, it's a beautiful looking book, and that is like a huge assist. And then I, I'll say the Annie no she is the, the French uh, nonfiction, primarily non-fiction writer who just won the Nobel Prize for Literature that's been a fun one this year because sometimes those prizes are not particularly transformative if the author is too obscure or if they are they are already pretty famous. It doesn't make much of a difference. But this was a this was a cool and I think really well chosen prize this year because it's taken an author that we would sell a few copies of every year to now like a, a bestseller. And the books are all really short and accessible. So those have been going out the door a lot.
0: Neat. Any um I don't know, maybe we could call them sleeper hits or things that really resonated with the Vegas audience that might shock people. So for sleeper
1: hits, I'd say that the breakout hit from the holiday shopping season so far has been a Japanese novel titled The Boy and His Dog, written by Seishu Hase, translated by Allison Watts. It has a really beautiful watercolor cover. And uh, we sold all of the copies that we'd brought in on Small Business Saturday and on the, the preceding uh, day, Black Friday. And every batch we get is, is going out the door super quickly. Japanese literature has been really popular in Vegas ever since we first opened up. And I think that that's probably a national trend. But this book just is the perfect. It's a really good size. It's really beautiful looking. And I think like most people would be game to read a novel about uh, a boy and his dog. <laughs> so it's, it's been selling really well.
0: Well, I want to follow up also. You said that Las Vegas readers who shop at Writer's Block seem to follow the kind of best of lists or you know other national trends. But do we deviate at all? Is there one genre more popular than others amongst Vegas buyers?
1: In particular, our horror section has really high turnover and like a lot of vitality. And I've noticed that people are willing to buy horror novels that are somewhat unconventional or even that have a higher price point. Like I can be extremely adventurous with our horror curation and I don't want to like speculate like too deeply into why horror resonates in vegas but i think it's just a there's a lot there's kind of like a lack of pretense here that i've always really appreciated Mm. and i think that could be part of the the driver
0: i like that i mean there probably is a a subtext psychologically why we're drawn perhaps to this horror genre here in in las vegas i mean certainly around halloween time it is very apparent that Las Vegas does embrace a certain horror ethic, if you will, with some of the, the shock houses, I call them, uh, instead of haunted houses. So interesting, interesting, and, and, and maybe consistent. I, I'm wondering also about Vegas-specific books, either books about Las Vegas or books by authors associated with Las Vegas. Do you get a lot of customers seeking any of those? We do we
1: we get a request often primarily from people visiting from out of, out of town. They are interested in in books about Vegas or books that are set in Vegas. And I always wish I had slightly more to recommend. This season, we've had a really great new Vegas book to sell to both locals and people who are visiting. It's a hardcover photo book called Las Vegas Then and Now by Dr. Sue Kim Chung, who actually oh. works in the UNLV Library.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, we're big fans of Sue Kim uh, here on uh, City Council Las Vegas. She's been a guest on our show. So, oh, good, to, good to hear it. Yeah, and that new edition is beautiful. She updates them every few uh, years. I guess. It's just, can you describe the book?
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful large format photo book with lots of both black and white and color photography and really like thorough captions that show photographs of famous Las Vegas cityscapes, architecture, landmarks in the historical past and in the present day. And that's been really, that's been a great book to recommend to people. And it's also a really good price point. It's like under $25, uh, which is a real steal for what it is.
0: And such a great conceit for Las Vegas too, right? Because if if anything, we're all about uh, a curious relationship with our our history and, and especially historical buildings, which we also talked about. So cool, cool, cool. Are there other books that you might recommend to the people seeking Vegas material?
1: I would recommend that they check out, they can look at the Las Vegas Rights series, which I recently restocked on. So we not only have this year's volume, but The volumes from the preceding, I think, eight years in stock at the store. So, this is an anthology that's published every year in conjunction with the Las Vegas Book Festival. And it gathers together either short nonfiction essays or short stories written by Vegas locals, some of whom are established authors and some of whom maybe have never written anything before. And we have the whole, like, we have a whole little collection now in our nonfiction section. That's something I would recommend people check out, and they can even dip, as I said, back into the older volumes.
0: Yeah, it's a really great series. I believe some have been edited by our newsletter editor, Scott Dickensheets. I would be remiss if I didn't hype myself to say I'm in a couple of them as well. And aren't you in one?
1: I am in one, but I don't I don't love my story in it, so I kind of like disavowed it. But I guess it's too late now, so you can go and read the thing I want no one to read in my store. But yes, yeah, I am in one
0: wow that that's great salesmanship um here's know, a book horrible, i recommend horrible. but don't read the story from me because it's the one that sucks <laughs> it's not though it's really good actually
1: i think that probably that would make people i i actually think people will want to read it more now that i've said that i mean that's that's like my theory of human nature um so i really just I made a it. mistake there strategic mistake
0: oh fair 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 any other wrecks before we move on as far as um legacy books
1: I don't have a ton of other vegas book racks. So I, I'm encouraging everyone listening to please either write or finish writing their Vegas book so I can sell nice. it in my store. There are two coming down the pipeline. Kim Foster, who's a regular on your pod, has a book coming out next year. And then a friend of mine, Amanda Fortini, is also working on her Vegas book. That doesn't have a release date yet, but it's it's coming sooner than later. So anyway. Anyone listening, please, please finish your Vegas book. I need to publish it. And I believe Jarrett Keene, local local author Jarrett Keen, has a book coming out. But I haven't asked him if it's set in Vegas. But I can at least sell it as a Vegas author. <laughs>
0: So there are books that you have. There's books that are coming up. And of course, um, if they're not on the shelves, people can either order them or even pre-order books that aren't out yet uh, as long as they have a release date through Writer's Block. And in addition to books, uh, the Writer's Block also sells other stuff, lots of cool other stuff. I mean, I think you're probably as well known for the books as you are for the I'm going to just call the the sweet ephemera that is also available. What are what are some of your favorite non-book gifts this year available through Writers Block?
1: That's an easy question to answer because I have like a very definite favorite this year. We started selling this German Incense, And it's like specifically holiday-themed German incense. And it comes in these really fantastic, like old world flavors, like rum punch and almond. And in in addition to the, the standbys, like sandalwood and patchouli. And we also sell these incense smokers that go with them. They're these little tin houses that look like they're made out of gingerbread or brick. They're very, they're very charming and very like Alpine looking. And you put the incense inside of them and it puffs out the chimney. They're super cute, and they're selling really well. And they're definitely like my favorite brand new item that we brought in this year.
0: Definitely sounds and smells cool. Any other items that maybe are traditionals around the holiday time through the store?
1: We sell a lot of fountain pens around this time of year. Believe it or not, people still use fountain pens. We have notebooks that sell really well over the holidays. And we try to refresh our our toy selection every year. We brought in a bunch of, um, like, themed outdoor animals stuffed animals but we went very specifically with just birds and with kind of like possums and foxes and skunks and like other like really sort of gnarly woodsy animals that's the theme we're running with this year so you can also pick up some of those while you're in the store
0: Really nice. And it is fun just kind of walking around and touching and seeing all the the neat stuff in between the books. So Drew, I want to ask you one last question. Maybe this is a bigger question, but you've been in Las Vegas now with your bookstore for quite some time. What is maybe the biggest challenge of being an independent bookstore in Las Vegas?
1: It's hard for me to answer what the biggest challenge of running a bookstore in Vegas is because I actually have found it to be very gratifying and not challenging in the ways you might imagine. Like I I really love running a bookstore here and wouldn't want to run one in in any other city because there's just this like total lack of pretentiousness and there's an openness among the customers that we get at the store that I find so refreshing and, and potentially absent when I spend time which I, I don't spend much of these days in other cities that are considered to be like bookstore hubs. I mean the biggest challenge of running a bookstore in Vegas might just be that we're not necessarily on the national radar when it comes to booking things like author appearances, book, you know, book tours but i don't really consider that as much of a drawback as you might think. people are surprised we're here sometimes. we get a lot of visitors who don't expect us to be here, but it's it's like really satisfying to hook a tourist who probably had some kind of like very sort of contemptuous view of vegas and rolled with their eyes visiting here or whatever and then they show up in our store and we make a good impression. Like, I love that feeling. And I like showing people that Vegas is not some kind of like cultural vacuum that like it's it can stand toe to toe with other cities. People here read books. They read the same books you're reading. They follow the same literary gossip and the same literary you know trends that you do. I get a real kick out of doing that.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And they, they even listen to podcasts sometimes. Hey, Drew Cohn of The Writer's Block, thank you so much for sharing a little glimpse into holiday time at The Writer's Block in downtown Las Vegas. Appreciate you coming on. We'd love to hear from you again uh, here on CityCast Las Vegas. Thanks,
1: David. I had a great time.
0: And now it's time for a little news before you go. The Department of Justice has subpoenaed Clark County for any communications with members of Donald Trump's 2020 reelection team, seemingly in relation to attempts to establish a group of fake electors that was part of a GOP scheme to overturn those election results. Thanks to a January 1st fee increase, it will soon cost a little more to join the overcrowding at Red Rock. The charge per vehicle will rise from $15 to $20, while bicyclists will soon pay $8 instead of $5. No change for motorcyclists or pedestrians, though, and if you know, you know, those vistas are technically priceless. And last but not least, we want to hear your New Year's resolutions for Las Vegas. Here's mine for the city— I would love to see more true transparency when it comes to policing in the city. Let's see all of it, the good, the bad, and even the ugly of stats. It helps us all move forward. Leave us a voicemail or send us a text at 702-514-0719. Here's a prompt to get you started. Hey, CityCast, it's me. My name is Yada Yada, and my resolution for Las Vegas is blah, 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 blah. Ring us up. That number again, 702-514-0719. We want to hear what your resolutions for the city are all about. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. What's your favorite book about Las Vegas or by a Las Vegas-based author? Let us know. And if you enjoyed the show and wind up getting a gift from Writer's Block, Take a pic of it and tag us on the socials. Also, if you give a gift, make it a double-double with a link to CityCast Las Vegas on the card. And if you want to give us a gift, well, make sure to rate the show on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Leave us a review, too, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk soon. And away we go. That's my Billy Eichner. I don't know if you know who that is. Okay, uh, Billy. Mysteri- I know who Billy Eichner is. Okay, well, you know, I just assume you're just such a book smart person that you avoid the. No, I'm on Twitter,
1: David. I know who David Eichner is. Billy right. Eichner. I just said David Eichner. Okay. Yeah,
0: I know. It's fair <laughs> enough. Okay, here we go.